<laughs> Guys, welcome to episode three, three, yeah, of the Humanity Jitsu podcast. I'm joined by Dennis Desmond Frimpong. Say hello there, Dennis. How are you guys? How's everyone doing? Hi, <laughs> right, so um, that's it. How are you handling the quarantine, Dennis, all this shit? Yeah, as well as everyone else's, I imagine, going absolutely nuts off the wall. Uh, you, you, still, you have someone to train with, though, don't you? Uh, yeah, I had a housemate. He lived here for, like, two weeks, moved in. We got to, like, spar a couple times or whatever, but now he's gone as well, so it's, like, well, it's weird. Did he die? Did you give him corona or something? Yeah. No, no, uh, he, he moved daft again, so. Ah, fuck's sake. Yeah. So, look, I'm doing I a bit saw... of, you know, keeping busy. Ah, you know. Dude, you gotta keep the body active, like, man, but it's fucking, it's not, no, none of that's nearly as fun as jiu-jitsu, strangling no. someone. No. That's really, 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 really fun. Yeah, nothing ever, <laughs> nothing ever simulates it, you know, nothing can really simulate that feeling of actually, like, fighting live with another person, you know? Yeah, and for anyone thinking to get a grappling dummy, don't. They fucking suck. They're shit. <laughs> they, they don't work. Oh god. <laughs> yeah, I mean, look, you have to, you have to make do with what you have, you know. Um, yeah. yeah. Ah, you know, I, I know, I have instructionals and shit, but uh, what can you do? That's it, man. You know. Yeah. So, uh, do you want to tell everyone where you're from and where you train in case they want to go and uh, kick your ass one day? <laughs> I train out of uh, Jorge Santos Jiu-Jitsu just in Dublin city centre. Is that uh, how you pronounce it, Jorge? I thought it was like, uh, it's, I, it's, I, had no, I had no fucking clue how to pronounce it at first. I don't like Jorge. It depends. It really, it really depends on who you ask. It could be George, it's Jorge for some people. I don't know. Like, it, it's, it's you know, it, like, names are, names are kind of, you can kind of mess around with the pronunciation, I feel, especially if you're not native of that language. So. Mm, whatever you say, Denise. Denise, <laughs> it's 2020. You can't be judging me on that now, you know. <laughs> Not judging, man. Just saying. <laughs> uh, so, um, do you want to say about um, your early days of training, like uh, how you got into jujitsu, and if you were doing anything before jujitsu? Then I got into it. Oh, um, so I started jujitsu. I think it was 2016 was my first time doing jujitsu. Uh, I'd been doing Muay Thai for probably about a year. Maybe like just under a year beforehand. Oh man, so, I say it was annoying sparring with you. Lanky guys in my tear, fucking Jesus Christ. Yeah, yeah, and that was that was the weird thing, you know, because I like when I started training Muay Thai, I got pretty serious about it, and um, like I was so tall that I was just becoming a problem for people, even though I wasn't <laughs> as good as them. Yeah. And then uh, yeah, and then I ended up trying my first jujitsu class, and I ended up moving like beside a jujitsu gym. Um, it was a. Uh, arena fight at the time it was in city center as well and Shit, uh, I walked past one day and seen them training and asked to do a class did a class and uh at this point like you know i'd been training so i thought like you know if i if i got into a fight with like your average dude i'd probably beat him um this 15 year old green belt man handles me for five minutes and i'm in bed like <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you know, like confused about confused about like what just happened and like like what the last year of my life was worth if some fifteen year old could just do that to me, you know. So that's when I decided I needed to learn this. Oh, dude, there's nothing. Uh, dude, I only had that happen to me recently. But in my defense, this kid was like he he had a blue belt. He was fifteen. He had a blue belt and he had a beard. So I didn't know how old he was. So that's my excuse for getting beaten <laughs> up by him. So about uh, the fifteen. 15- 
a 15 year old blue belt is like the equivalent of like your average brown belt i feel you know like it's not it's not like if you have your blue belt when you're 15 it means you've been training the whole way through you know you've kind of gone because if a kid because if an adult started and was training as long as a kid was they'd be like one of the upper belts yeah yeah you know like i mean and, and as well, I, I even feel like it's even more so of a factor because A, they're young and they're explosive and they're like full of energy. And B, like they've been learning it from such a young age, you know, that it becomes almost part of their their body. Like, you know, their body just grows with that muscle memory. Dude, it's just beat, beat into them. It's it's not fair. Ah, yeah, but like, you know, we, we can make it fair. You know, there, there's examples of guys that have come out of the woodwork when they started training older and won world championships, so. Dude, fucking, like, Christian Woodman so you start when he was, like, 20 or something. He's a fucking hey, beast. Cabrini, I think, he started when he was, like, 22 or something, you know? like, he, Ooh, like uh, he the... I didn't hear you there. Was a, you say Cabrinha? Cabrinha, yeah, yeah. Cabrinha, Ruben Charles. Like, he, I think he started when he was 22 or 21. And then by the time he was 30, he and he was, like, working full-time as well. By the time he was 30, he won the Worlds, like, you know? So, it's Fuck not hell. really, like... It's nothing to sneeze at. Yeah, yeah, you know? I mean, uh, dedication. So, well, what would you say is like um, the biggest hurdle in like your early days of training? Uh, trying to juggle training with like going to college as well and like, you know, trying to have a social life and everything else. I didn't really know how to find the balance, you know, yeah. uh, that was something. I was what social through. life? <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, exactly. You just kind of like, it was before the stage where I actually fully embraced jujitsu like as as a lifestyle. You know, it's just kind of it was something I was doing on the side. And it kind of slowly became like this. The next time I started training, I like took it really seriously. Then, you know. Ah, uh, so that was the time when jujitsu was just your side hoe. Yeah, basically. <laughs> <laughs> if, if, if that's what you want to call it, you know. Uh, <laughs> there are some that. people that might get a bit of butthurt about that one, but. Ah, sure, fuck them. <laughs> that's it. Um, yeah. Do you have any advice yourself for when you're first starting off, or just for anyone? Uh, new in general when all this shit goes that starts uh this corona shit stops uh anyone starting new um listen that's that's like all like listen to everyone that is of a higher belt and that you think is giving sound advice you know especially if there's a black belt or an instructor just listen to what they're saying they they know what they're doing you know they've been doing it years you know, like you wouldn't you wouldn't go into like a doctor's and then tell you that like you know diagnose you and you go oh you know I I know that well, I suppose some people would. You well, know. like uh, face does a fucking women named Karen who spend all day in Facebook would. <laughs> yeah, anti vaxxers and those. Yeah, I I don't know. Like yeah 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 you know it, it, it's that kind of equivalent. I suppose you could equate that the same way. Um, yeah, but yeah, this is pretty fucking stupid. Anyone who does that. Yeah, you know, just listen, like, you know, uh, what I find is, you know, you find that the like the white belts that start and maybe like have been a real alpha dude their whole life, like a lot of rugby players or like real big guys that have been like been able to get away with using their strength their whole yeah. life. I feel like a lot of them end up quitting within like the first two, three months. They're the kind of like the ones that wash away, you know? Um, yeah, dude, it's just like uh, it's just like a fact. People who are like, uh, let's just say. See, I had this, like, thing in work, like, all these fucking, there's, like, higher-ups all over the place, and I'm just thinking, man, I'd love to see them come jiu-jitsu, not just because I want to beat them up, but they'd fucking quit straight away because they're not, like, the top fucking dog yeah. around the place anymore. Exactly, 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 you know? It tends to be the guys that never had the, 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 
the athletic prowess or like the physical imposition that that you know you you would uh they they're kind of used to having to use their brain to get around things anyway which that's what jujitsu is you know mm. just problem solving really like as kid dale but it's exactly you know mm. uh, dude uh do you remember your first ever seminar and do you remember what was taught taught at it I actually did do seminars for ages. I think my first ever seminar, Jesus, I'm trying to think back now. My first ever proper seminar that I did was probably uh, actually the Fian one. I think that was the first proper seminar I, I, I attended. I don't think I'd attended any seminars before that. I think what? I generally. Yeah, for yeah. Real? Yeah, legit. I think that was my first actual proper seminar. Was uh, that the one I, I was at or was that a different Fian seminar? Uh, no, that was the one you were at. Yeah, the recent one. <laughs> Fucking hell. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'd meant to do. I'd meant to do a couple Christian ones, you know. Um, but what had happened is I end up training in his gym anyway. But uh, I, I, what had happened is every time he came over here and was doing a seminar in George's, I was, uh, I was either working or like I was gonna get late. I didn't want to arrive late. Um, uh. so yeah, it just it just didn't fall that way, you know. Um, but yeah, like uh, I've trained with a lot of like people, you know. I've trained with a lot of like people I would consider like world class, you know. Ah, uh, dude, man, I was so gutted because I was gonna go to your gym for the Christian seminar, but then well, when he uh, cancelled it, I was like, oh fuck. It would have been, been cancelled anyway, wouldn't it, with the corona? No, that was in February. Oh, it was. Yeah, you're right. I, I know his his uh the the thing in Jude was cancelled, wasn't it, the in Belfast? Um, I don't know. I don't think he said into the body yet. I remember someone asked him. He's like, we haven't made a decision yet. Because oh. I think it, it. I don't know. I, I should really jump on that because I'm fucking yeah, I don't know going on in june anyway you know yeah see uh dude uh, he came to seminar at our gym one time and fucking hell man if that wasn't the greatest fucking seminar i've ever been to he's fucking yeah. amazing he's so he's so he has so much attention to detail i love i love his style of teaching uh dude not to mention see i was wearing like a chujitsu rash guard under my gi that one time and uh he was you know inter- saying hello to everyone and, you know it's my like oh you fucking know chewy brah I was like, yeah. He's like, I oh, do, man. I fucking rolled at him. Then he does a little impression of Chewy where he's like putting the chest out. He's like walking around like a muscle head. It was like the funniest <laughs> fucking thing I've ever seen. <laughs> uh, dude, um, that's it. Uh, is there anyone in particular you would want to go to a seminar to? Like, I know I've mentioned Christian, but is there anyone else that would spring to mind? Keenan, 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 and Keenan. Oh, man, I fucking noticed Mr. Lapel Wizard guy. Uh, yeah no i just want to dissect him like i i i've obviously Ooh, you want to dissect him i thought you liked him <laughs> dissect his brain i want to dissect his mind that doesn't sound much better <laughs> you know what i mean it's a figure of speech yeah but, i no, know you i know you want to kill and fucking eviscerate keenan cornelius yeah that's that's really, <laughs> uh, that's really telling nah, i think i think gordon's the one that wants to do that at the moment isn't it uh... Fucking drama alert on the Humanity Jitsu podcast starting Flame Wars now. Stop, like. <laughs> <laughs> uh, man, do you remember uh, your first competition and like just how how it go down? My first competition. Uh, now I had a fight. I had a fight like two months into my do jujitsu. It was like a nogi like Somali fight. Uh, but that wasn't like a tournament, you know. Uh, I ended up. Uh, the, my first tournament was actually Irish Open, uh, 2018. Yeah, how how did it go? Like, uh, what happened, yeah? I got bronze in my division. I was fighting a lightweight at that stage. That was uh, 
Wait, look, you fought in lightweight once? No yeah. Way. Bullshit. Yeah. I still, I'm still in around, you know. I probably could still fight at it, but I just, I just don't like cutting, you know. Uh, yeah. But, I, I got bronze in the division. I won the absolute, and I ended up winning that uh, few quid to to go to Lisbon in the end for, for that year. Shit, son. Do you have a favorite competition story and a favorite win from your repertoire? Um, so Naga, Naga last year. Uh, uh, yeah, I remember. I remember Naga. Just a great. It was just a great tournament altogether. I think that was like. So far, like the best I've ever been prepared for a tournament, you know. Like oh, no shit, because you got triple fucking gold. No shit. Yeah, yeah, it was solid. Like you know, I, I, that was like uh, probably the happiest I've ever been with a performance afterwards. Uh, I fought some really, really tough guys. Um, you know, got 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 a couple really good wins. Mm. Uh, I got, got to fight you in the end, you know. So that was that was great. <laughs> yeah, it was Sandy. Was end. That was an absolute. That wasn't that way. Absolute semis, I think, in the gi. Yeah, because uh, you beat me and then I fought Sandy in the bronze match. Yes, yes. Man, the funny, funny. There's actually a funny story about the the absolute division there. See, before the match before I fought you, I fought this dude and like, uh, what's this? I got like two points for like a sweep and then he recovered straight away. And he yeah. he go like it's like I'm playing like an open guard and he fucking goes to leg lock me. I, I can see that's what he's doing. He gets a little grip and I just look at him dead in the eye. I'm like, that's not gonna work on me, dude. I was fucking bluffing, and then he stopped, and he didn't do it. <laughs> Poker face, man. That's the that's the part of it, man. You know, didn't work so well for Magalhães, did it? <laughs> oh man, I I did the same thing in the next match against Zandy. He tries to collar choke me. I escape it. I'm like, that's not gonna work, bro. And then he fucking collar chokes me a minute later. <laughs> yeah, he's deadly with the collar choke, Shanji. You know, shout out to Shanji. I fucking Great noticed. <laughs> I uh, did. I got a few more rolls of him after after the fact, and yeah, I noticed he was getting me with that. So I'm like, you motherfucker. Yeah, he, he's uh, good at the collar chokes. He slides the hands in real fast, you know. Ah, dude, slippery bastard. <laughs> every no every nogi guy ever slippery like eels, bunch of eels. Dude, a bunch of fucking yeah eels. I can't think of something anything funnier to say. <laughs> What, I can't. Uh, like, guys, see, I want to just dispel a quick rumor. I don't just bring my friends onto the podcast. Dennis is a great competitor as well, and he just so happens to be my friend, coincidentally. That's a unrelated issue. <laughs> That's just completely unrelated tidbit. Throw that in there real quick. <laughs> yeah, just, uh, just like, dude, you're only having your friends on the podcast. What the fuck, like? I'm like, that's fuck coincidence, bro. This <laughs> is... Uh, man, we've reached a segment of the podcast I like to call the round of specifics. Just a few rapid-fire questions. Some are about jiu-jitsu, some aren't about jiu-jitsu. So, do you want to play a round of specifics, brah? Yeah, let's go. Yeah. Do you have a favorite TV show growing up? Ooh, Power Rangers or Dragon Ball Z. Dude, fucking... One thing about Dragon Ball Z that's kind of anno- it kind of annoys the shit on me going back to it is the amount of fucking filler. It's not even funny. Fucking hell. I love, but you love that when you were a kid, like you know, like that that would be like it'd make your whole day, you know. <laughs> what the the fake Namek saga would make your whole day? Yeah, man. Yeah, I was like I was like six. Like <laughs> I didn't appreciate good TV. That wasn't good TV though. That was filler shit. <laughs> oh god, dude. But like, uh, 
And people give Dragon Ball Z Kai shit for cutting all that out. I'm like, dude, they got to the fucking point sooner. What's the what's the problem? He cleaned it up. They cleaned it up a bit at that stage, you know. Yeah. Uh, you know, what was um your first video game console? What was your favorite game on it? Ooh, um, Nintendo. I think it was a Super Nintendo. And uh, my favorite game in it was Mortal Kombat. That was uh, Dude, that one, the way they censored that game is fucked up because, like, uh, you know, you know when you punch someone, blood would splurt out of them, but they put, like, they, like, colored the, the fucking blood different colors to look like sweat or something coming off yeah, them. Like, yeah. Well, I mean, like, sweaty, are they? I mean, let's be honest, right? The graphics back then, like, it, it, like if you looked at it now, you'd be like, that's not blood. That's, like, a, a, a blast of, like, it didn't look like blood. It just was, like, meant to look like blood, you know? Yeah. But, like, uh, dude, I actually have um, upstairs in the PS3, the Mortal Kombat collection, the first three games. Like, uh, still fun to shit and fun to shit these days, man. It's, they're fucking, they've aged well, in my opinion. Unreal, man. Unreal. Best fighting game out there. Dude. Well, um, let's see. Dragon Ball Z Fighters is, is a fucking wicked dog as well, in my opinion. Fighters. I have I haven't I haven't played Fighters. I want to get Kakarot, but like obviously all the shops are shut. I want to get it online or something. Oh, uh, dude, I got Dragon Ball Z Kakarot, and um, I'd say wait for it to go on sale. Like it's it's good, but it's not like yeah. phenomenally it, good. It, it not didn't to mention they're charging like thirty quid for a season pass. It's been four months since the game came out, and there's not a fucking any DLC. So what the fuck are they doing? Yeah, no, that's that's not that's not a source. I you know it's a bit a bit annoying. Man, who's uh, the most famous person, whether it be they be jiu-jitsu person or just a regular celebrity, <laughs> regular celebrity that uh, you've ever met? Ooh, fam- most famous person I've ever met. Oh, that's that is a tough one. Um, wow, I've I met a lot of like track athletes back in the day, like uh, David Rudisha, a couple of track athletes, like world record holders. But like, I wouldn't I wouldn't say they'd be famous. Um. Wow, uh, I met Jay Huss backstage at uh, EP a couple of years ago. That's probably the most famous person presently I've ever met. Yeah. What about the most famous jiu-jitsu person? Ooh, um, John Danaher probably. I want to say. Huh? Yeah. How the fuck did you meet John Danaher? Uh, I was in New York last year and training. Went there, went over there for a few days. Like I think it was like ten days, um, and I ended up training there for a bit. Didn't get. I didn't actually end up meeting Gordon or anything because I, I went to Philly then for like a few days as well. Ah, fair enough. That's yeah. when you I, went to train with Christian, right? Yeah, like, and you know what, right? To be honest, um, in a lot of ways, I actually preferred Christian style of teaching to Danaher's. Like, like when I felt like when I was at Danaher's uh, place, like it, you'd need to be training at his gym constantly. That would need to be your gym for like at least a year for you to fully grasp what he's really saying because a lot of his classes are a bit like a lecture like yeah, he, yeah like you know he kind of he kind of like goes into the whole like and it's a good thing and a bad thing he goes it but he goes into all the minute details which is like it means the class is super long so there's not like a lot of drilling um but it also means that like you know he, he he's if you're training with him for an extended period you see the results like you know you've got your nicky rods and your gordons and you know gary tonins and all that mm. there you know what sort of like uh i only trained a christian once what sort of like uh teaching style was he implementing like why'd you prefer to danners um just the, the the way the class ran um so it was like it was like five or ten it was like a warm-up obviously you know your little warm-up and then like 
uh, five or ten minutes of drills, you know, your own drills. So you, you were drilling, if you wanted to drill that technique for the week or you wanted to do your own drill, you would do that. And then there would be like, uh, he would show a couple of techniques. What I liked about it is that we were do I'd done a, gi class, a couple of gi classes and a no gi class, but like the techniques he would show were pretty transferable to both gi and no gi. Like grips or anything that it's like, oh, you can only do this in no gi, or you you could only do this in in gi. You know, it was a lot of like very interchangeable uh, stuff. Uh, dude, I say that's fucking handy because, like, this is something that annoys the shit out of me sometimes. Like, because a lot of my game is very gi oriented, it's I imagine that's like pretty handy. So you're not like shit in one area. Yeah, yeah, you know, like I mean, and and that's the thing. Like a lot, I think I feel like a lot of uh, jujitsu gyms, unless they're like MMA or like no gi focused. Um, they they do train mostly in the gi, and they might have like a class or two a week where they're training no gi, you know. So um, yeah, you know, I feel like it's good to have at least a bit of interchangeability, so that way the grips aren't totally different, you know. Yeah, like if you're just so if you're only doing fucking like spider guard or whatever, how the fuck is that gonna help your no gi? You just be like, what the fuck's going on here? Yeah, yeah. You, like I mean, if you if you like, I mean, you know yourself. I I play a lot of lapels. Like you know, anyone that's. Uh, I noticed. I noticed. I noticed when I was on the receiving end um, of it a few times. Yeah, you know. <laughs> but I I mean, like I, I still I still love doing nogi. You know, like I, I just implemented a different game in nogi, but I have two separate games: one for nogi and one for gi. Um, and like I I feel like uh, you know. Uh, it's good to have adaptability i think it's good to do both you know there's a there's a whole like school of geese school of no gi argument that's been going on obviously forever but um i i, I like to sit on the fence with that one mm-hmm. uh dude i just i just love gi way too much i love annoying people with lapel guard and lasso and all that shit it's it's so satisfying yeah i mean both, uh, both are intricate in different ways though you know mm. Yeah, there are several nuances to grasp. I just prefer gi nuances because they make more sense to me and I'm actually good at them. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and what's the, the most embarrassing injury you've had, whether it be jiu-jitsu injury or just a non-jiu-jitsu injury? Ooh, embarrassing injury. Um, I remember when I when I ran track in, uh, in secondary school, uh, I ended up having a pull out of the All-Irelands uh, that I've been training all year for. Because of an ingrown toenail. Yeah. 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 Like, (laughs) and like, honestly, right. One of the most painful things I've ever experienced as well. It's just like, if anyone's had an ingrown toenail that's listening, you know exactly what I'm talking about. It's the most horrible. Like it's every, every movement you make with your foot hurts. You can't wear any proper shoes or anything. You like, Every, and it feels like everyone's out to step on your foot when you've got an ingrown toenail. Everyone suddenly st- stands on your feet by accident, and you're like, are you serious? Oh, uh, yeah. Man, I thought getting my toe bent weird was fucking bad, because, Jesus Christ, that's like yeah. just yeah, like yeah. bone to- shit, but not like pure to- internal. Toes bent uh, over um, ingrown toenail any day, for sure. Dude, man, uh, this one time, uh, this one brown belt chick sort of like cracked a bunch of my toes and I heard it for like two weeks because she tried to toe me one time. <laughs> you should have tapped. <laughs> well, it did. I know that it didn't. It wasn't toe hold pain. It was just like toe pain. Oh, she grabbed the toes like. I don't know, like before getting like the full figure four, she like grabbed my toes and like bent them in a weird fucking way and then slapped on the figure four. As all I could think was you bitch. <laughs> 
She's probably going to break her towels. Like, I'm just glad I'm, I escaped it. It's like, oh, it's over now, bitch. <laughs> it was it like, um, do you have a favorite grappling match to to watch? Like, uh, your just your favorite one? Ooh, um, not really. I honestly, I don't really watch a lot of uh, matches. I actually, I actually watch a lot more MMA than I do uh, actual jujitsu matches, which is a bit weird. I watch my own matches a lot just to kind of study. Um, but I actually watch a lot more MMA. Um, I feel like I I I enjoy the the ju- the use of jujitsu in MMA because I feel like it has a obviously you know it has a bit more use. Um, combat jujitsu as well, you know, I feel like is a bit more exciting to watch. It's a bit mm. more real, you know. There's not so much stalling and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Did you catch the latest combat jujitsu? I did. The- yes, man, like Tom Halpin. <laughs> Halpin, absolute <laughs> lad. Dude, fucking love Tom Halpin. He's the greatest. Not a single slap thrown. That's that. That's the beauty of that. You know, that, that's that's what I. That's the kind of. That, that's that's the kind of stuff I would I would watch. You know, like I watched his stuff um, there when he was fighting. Um, honestly, like I, I I I I'll be honest. I didn't expect him to win. I hoped he would. Um, and I was really surprised. He came out and absolutely bossed it. You know. Mm. Oh man, I actually got the opportunity to train with him at a jungle like a few days out before that. Like he was fighting on like a Sunday, and I went up there on the Thursday. It was nice. a it was a huge honor to train with him beforehand. Huge honor for me, guys. Huge honor for me. <laughs> Man, I bet you one of these days you will see Tom Halpin and like BJJ fanatics. Like, guys, this Tommy Happy, huge honor for me. He won combat <laughs> jiu-jitsu without throwing a single slap, my friend. <laughs> you did it perfectly. Oh my uh, god, dude! Like uh, that's that's the only impression I can do. Like I can kind of. See, one of my friends is like he trains us the whole time. He's Brazilian. I can only like I don't know whereabouts in Brazil he's from. So I just do an impression to him and Bernardo. That's like the only impression I can do. He's like, "Hey, my friend, I'm gonna fuck you and be and boy, you my that sort of thing." <laughs> that's oh that's how he sounds. That's how he fucking sounds. He's gonna kill me from like taking the piss of him, but like I don't care. Brazil's a, Brazil's a big uh, spot now. That's 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 one thing. Like, is that. After going there, like you notice that, it, like it's not so much a country as it is a continent. Like there's, there's every variety of types of people you could imagine in just the one country, you know. Dude, it's fucked up, bro. Ah, it's 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 fucked up in a beautiful way. It's like it's it's this duality of like natural beauty and also like a lot, lot of like real like problems, you know. But like you, you know, as I like to say, look at all the look at all the amazing shit that comes out of Brazil. You know what I mean? Um. You know, pressure forms diamonds. Ah, you know, can't fault them for that. Can't, won't exactly. begrudge anyone. So yeah, yeah dude. Uh, while we're on the topic of your, since you like the MMA so much, uh, do you have a favorite UFC fight? UFC fight. Uh, ooh. The my favorite UFC fight is honestly Anderson Silva front kicking Vitor Belfort in the face, even though <laughs> it's a short fight. Um, honestly, anything Anderson Silva, like anything of when he, his his title run, like all of those fights were absolutely amazing. Um, and like even the ones he lost, you know, they were like it's still exciting fights. Mm. So. Did you like the one where he kicked your man? And he broke his own leg. Yeah, yeah, Weidman, the second fight. That was actually right. That was that's a weird one. That was the first ever fight I saw. Um, that was like the 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 fight that kind of like got me into watching MMA as a, as a teenager. Um, and like I'd known about Anderson Silva, you know, you'd seen him in like the pop culture or whatever. Like, um, but like watching him then, like knowing that he was coming back with this belt after like 
kind of losing by his own fault. And then, like, I go and I watch the fight, and he snaps his leg, and, and I'm like, "What is this? Like, you know, how often?" <laughs> that that's not a great way to start trying to get your belt back. Ah, oh, no, absolutely not. And never got it back in the end, you know. I think that kind of that kind of ruined him. Ah, you know, shit happens. <laughs> oh yeah, it is what it is, you know. <laughs> that kind of reminds me of your man. Uh, do you see this? This has been making its rounds in the jiu-jitsu thing, Instagram scene lately. This guy, he tried a flying armbar, right? And he landed on his fucking head and he paralyzed himself. Oh, man. In like Russia or something, wasn't it? Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, no, that's, that's, yeah, that's why you don't do flying stuff. <laughs> well, you couldn't do it or you'd hit your head off the ceiling. The fucking length of you. Oh, that, that's another thing. But like, yeah, no, I just, yeah, like, I mean, you know, it's great for a highlight reel or whatever, but, you know, you'll have no highlight reel if you can't walk again. Oh, man. You know what I, re- I really fucking hate? Uh, flying triangles when, like, did you ever see Hello Japan, the fucking uh, How to Get Disqualified? You see White Belt's jumping guard and, man, that shit yeah, makes yeah. you puke. The fucking legs yeah. snapping. I, I legit think jumping guard is, the, like, way more dangerous than heel hooks or, like, it, it, like this is why the IBJJF confuses me. It's like, you're, you're allowing blue belts, right? Like, a guy who just got his blue belt, like, you know, might, might be slightly just better than a white belt. And he's going to jump guard and, like, jump straight into a guy's knees, which is way more, like, it's way more impactful or dangerous in the moment than a heel hook would be. You know, you can tap to a heel hook, even if it's, like, a little bit late, you know, it's like, well, you could have tapped earlier. You have a, you have control of the situation. Right? Uh, your like, leg's only a little bit fucked up at that point if you wait a bit too long to tap to yeah, and you just, just teach people to tap earlier to them, you know, um, like, not have a, a big ego about it, you know, um... And, like, you know, with jumping guard, you know, someone jumps guard wrong into your knee, you know, you can't, like, you tap and, like, the guy's full weight's already on your knee and your knee's like, gone, you know. You can't tap to jump to your man jumping guard. Your, your legs are already snapped. End of story. Oh, it's, just, it's, like, it's like, you know, at that point, you're not even tapping. You're just screaming in pain. Ah, <laughs> uh, dude. Uh, but, you know, lots of things that the IBGF do fucking don't really make sense to me. Well, we'll not knock it into that one before you get banned from competing with them or something. Man, I'm not even registered with them anyway. I tried to last <laughs> night, but then all their webs, the registration thing was in Portuguese. I was like, yeah, fuck this, I don't care. Yeah, there's ways to translate it, but... I yeah. It's on my phone, man. I don't care. I don't care enough, and besides, I can't it's even the... do any competitions with this fucking quarantine, so, meh, I'll just, just do it later. It's the lizard people trying to fuck with us again. Dude, oh yeah, that reminds me. The fucking Illuminati Shadow Society were fucking with Dennis's internet so they so he couldn't be on this podcast trying to stifle us. Fuck them. They're trying to they're trying to keep the truth off the airwaves. That's the problem. They, I know. T- yeah, dude. Uh, sorry, Dennis. You got to live in the fucking uh, in an embassy for the rest of your life, like fucking uh, Julian Assange. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think this video is gonna get demonetized now because I said his name. Ah. <laughs> There's, oh, there's a guy's name you can't say. They were talking about it on Joe Rogan the other day. Well, yeah, Tim and, Poole and Joe Rogan. You had to write the name down. I just saw that yesterday. That was uh, fucked up. Uh, yeah, did you find out who it was? I actually, no, I dude, actually, I, I have no clue. It's a, it's a Ukraine. I'll actually, I'll actually tell you. I'll, 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 uh, I'll message you later with it. I, I, I don't oh, like because you can't say it because the people can take it out. <laughs> don't know how deep this it really. This random fucking jujitsu video because they said this random dude's name in like a joking fucking context to get taken down fucking youtube shit 
Nah, man, like, right, so here, here's a weird one, right? I tested out what Tim Pool said. I actually wrote the name down on my Facebook status, yeah, and right? it did automatically delete it. It deleted it. It's gone. It didn't even tell me that it deleted it. Can you imagine that? Dude, fuck. You fucking serious, bro? Man, I tested it out. I'm, I'm not even joking. I did it last and night. As I was listening lo- to How I, fucking I pop- long did it take to delete it anyway? I don't know. This morning I checked it wasn't there. It's it, like I. <laughs> that's why I'm like I don't I don't I really don't want to say it because I don't know how serious they are about it. Um, uh, look, I'll I'll try it out later when you send it my way and we, we can confirm it. Yeah, fair enough, fair enough. Like, like yeah, they've already we, done we enough. You can see if this conspiracy yeah. holds any water. <laughs> it's like MythBusters, but for conspiracy theories. Conspiracy busters. Boy, look into it, dude. We should get a show. We should put a show of Eddie Bravo and let's get a bunch of these conspiracy fuckers. And have Eddie Bravo as like the main fucking star, and just have them bust a bunch of conspiracies and shit. That would I think, be the tits. I think, has, I, th- I think he would be more on the confirming the conspiracy theorist th- theorist side. I don't. We, think- should, we get an Eddie Bravo who was trying to confirm them. We get someone else trying to disprove them, like debunk <laughs> them. We can we can make a sit. How about we make a sitcom about that? <laughs> no, I just have to make it a sitcom. I hate sitcoms. No, let it'll be more marketable, Dennis. God, you don't want to make any money off this venture and get. Welcome into the Illuminati. God, man, I can't, I can't, even, I can't, I can't even think about that right now, man. I'm doing a sitcom. You know, my life feels like a sitcom right now. I'm, I'm in the house, you know, like. <laughs> yeah, do you? Are you uh, essential? Like, do you still get to go to work? Uh, I do. I get to. Yeah, like it, it, it's such a weird thing now to for it to be a privilege that I get to go to work. Uh, I still have a job. And, like, honestly, I feel for all the people out there, you know, like, especially, like, small business owners, your gym owners, like, you know, little oh, coffee shops, these kind of things. Like, people that just started their business and, like, all this stuff happens, you know? Oh, dude, did you see those guys in America, fucking uh, the Tanner dudes who were fucking opened up a gym, their gym again? Which, the the Gracie lads? Oh, no, they're the guys who, who got closed down because of this shit. Uh, see, there's yeah. this... I'll send these two guys to you later. I can't remember the name. I think it's Tanner or something. But, like, uh, they were in an, in an area that was, like, they're really unaffected by the virus. Like, they are they had, like, they have 100,000 population and they had about 38 deaths. That's fucking really small. Like, I know it's sad that people die, but that's really small and all yeah. considered. So they are all, like, we're opening up our fucking jiu-jitsu gym again. We don't fucking care. We're a small business. We got to make fucking... We got to make her, you know, we got to keep the fucking lights on or else we're going to go under. So, yeah. you know, they, they opened up the gym and fucking more power to them and fucking well, a bunch yeah. of people giving them shit. I think they're, they're, they're thinking of doing the ADCC um, next month, aren't they? ADCC Ireland. That's going to be like they're, they're, they're trying to get that done in June. Mm. Well, dude, technically that's two months from now because it's still April. Look into it. Uh, like we're basically in May. It's May today or tomorrow in like a few hours. Uh, let's see. It'll be May in uh, fucking three hours and ten minutes. Yeah. 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 <laughs> what do you think? Would you would you be up for doing that if if that was gonna go through? Like, I mean, would you be still a bit worried about catching nah, the Rona? Nah, like, man, I'm fucking young and uh, reasonably healthy, so if I caught it, I probably wouldn't die. And I'm a fucking I'm fucking selfish. I want to do jiu-jitsu and I want to fucking heal up someone. So I'd fucking do that in a heartbeat. Like, I mean, look, at the end of the day, you could like, you could like be quarantined in your house, slip, 
coming out of the shower and bang your head and die you know and and maybe if you hadn't been quarantined in the house and you'd been at work you wouldn't have slipped you wouldn't have banged your head and you'd still be alive do you know what i mean uh, so you have to you, you know what's funny if they if they they were, they were doing the autopsy and if they you test pov, positive for coronavirus they just say you got coronavirus <laughs> oh my god <laughs> Uh, dude, there was a great meme. This guy, Hickey Hospital, he makes the greatest fucking coronavirus memes. He puts this one up. There was these two cars. They crashed into her. They were totally fucked up. And, like, both drivers were taken to hospital for coronavirus complications. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's been happening quite a bit. Like, people would die of one thing. And just because they had coronavirus in their systems, it gets yeah. put down on the death certificate that they died of corona. That seems a bit, oh, uh, bit, bit shady, in my opinion. A bit like back in the day, you know, like you died, you die, you die of like, uh, like a stroke, and like they would be like, oh yeah, it was, a, it was a curse, or it was like it was divine forces, you know, oh, like <laughs> it was, it was uh, his fucking deal with the devil, man. It's just come back to bite him in hell. Uh, yeah, I was his neighbor. She must be a witch. Let's burn her, you know. Ah, <laughs> uh, dude, it was black, black magic. It was voodoo shit. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. Shit, fucking... Hashtag I killed Epstein. Dude, they totally fucking did. Like, it's ridiculous. And oh, like the the security camera footage conveniently gets uh, misplaced or corrupted, and his neck is just broken. Mm. Man, he's still alive, man. I, I, I like I'm I'm of the Eddie Bravo opinion on this one. You know, like I I think right they've put out all these stories about like FC didn't kill himself. It, it's like. It's a conspiracy theory that like gained popular culture, you know, it gained credence among average people that weren't conspiracy heads. And like everyone is just like unanimously agrees that Epstein didn't kill himself. He's probably on an island somewhere in the Caribbean with like a plastic surgeon doing up his face to look what, like. Do you uh, think do you think some they faced off? Like they got a guy with a similar facial structure, they swapped their faces and then they dude, fucking I think I think he, he could be like Caitlin, uh, Caitlin Epstein, right now, in in the Virgin Islands, man. Like, you know what I mean? And no one would ever know. Like, you know, like that. How connected that dude was. Well, dude, like when you think about that fucking whole meme thing, like people are like just chuckling and laughing. Ah, Epstein didn't kill himself. When you think about it, it's actually kind of fucked up. So, this guy who who's like raping children gets arrested, and he's gonna fucking testify against Hillary Clinton, and then they fucking kill him. Not just Hillary Clinton, like everyone, like all of them. Like, like he was like, going to snitch on everyone, and then like he just so happens to be killed. He was obviously fucking killed by these cunts. Uh, and no, that, it's just it's, fucked up. It's even deeper than that, right? It's even deeper than that. He, he tries to commit suicide in prison, and then they put him on suicide watch. Like, and then a week later, he manages to kill himself, and mysteriously the video footage is all gone, and the autopsy says that his neck was broken. Mm. Now let's just give him the benefit of doubt. Let's just say if that he was on suicide watch and he just so happened to kill himself, that was a very bad, f- Im- badly implemented suicide watch. Just saying, <laughs> if this is true. <laughs> I think that's the least of the problems with the with the with the official story, you know. But man, one of them is just sitting like, man, we really gotta get our suicide watch thing up to up to code. That was really. <laughs> They're, 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 make, really... they're making memes about our ineptitude. Fuck. <laughs> nah, man. I, I think they're well in the know about what memes are going on in the world, and they definitely have some kind of uh, control over 
What? Um, do you know what's weird? You know, like the original use of the word meme and like, uh, what's the fucking thing? The book by Charles Darwin, The Book of Species, I think it's called, you know, the where he was like originally proposed the theory of evolution, right? Yeah. I think like he was using the term meme as like a, a trait that's passed on from like, you know, and like your genetic code and shit. And then we just changed the, the meaning of meme to a funny picture with a caption. <laughs> Oh man, memes have even evolved though so much themselves uh, in the last like five years. I, like, it's, it's such a broad term now, you know. It used to be man, just. A, you I mean, spend my days looking at long form videos about memes and stuff, like a cultured fucking uh, artiste. God. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not joking, man. I do. Like, there was this great video lately of uh, why Shrek deconstructed your childhood. It's like half an hour long. It's like 20 minutes long. It's like a super serious long form <laughs> look at like a, it's like an intellectual fucking piece. I'm like, I, I appreciate that shit. It's like someone uh, writing a PhD about Shrek. Jesus. Dude, like, it's like Lachlan Giles at the start of his instructional. He's like, here's my thesis about knee injuries. And then he's going about to show you how to injure people's knees. I'm like, that's yeah, fucking hilarious. <laughs> It's a it's an infinite revolution of money. He he's just made a load of customers for himself by teaching everyone, like selling us an instructional on how to fuck people's knees up, and then being like, oh yeah, by the way, I'm a PhD on a knee injury, just in case you need a physio after. Just <laughs> say 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 he said that to fucking uh, Muhammad Ali. He's like, ah oh, Muhammad, I know your knees busted, but uh, do you want a quick massage or something like that? Do you want a quick uh, deep tissue thing? Oh man. Oh, crazy. Oh, man. Okay, man, I have a fucking list of questions here. Like, we completely got off track. Ah, look, man, that's that's, that's it. That's it with the podcast, though, isn't it? Dude, it's the greatest, man. Uh, what's it? Here's, we'll get back on track a little and try. So, what's, it, uh, what's your favorite period in history? And if you had a time machine, where's, like, the first fucking place you'd go? Wow. Um. Well, look, man, honestly, given my... Uh, natural complexion there's not a lot of times in history i could go where life would be much better than right now <laughs> uh, <laughs> just uh put that one out there but uh okay, what, let's say you had like a cloaking device that made you like invisible or made you white or something like, nah, man, I, 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 give a shit. I, I would just go back in time to like ancient egypt as like an egyptian because i'd fit in there um, yeah they'd, they'd like your mustache and your afro like oh yeah I'm, like jiu-jitsu I, I i'd strangle them with their own um loincloths <laughs> collar choke someone with a fucking turban that'd be wicked wow <laughs> turban choke Just but like, uh, yeah oh, no, unravel the top and strangle egypt. it yeah <laughs> i'd say i'd say egypt probably would probably mm. be my uh, well dude you should just play assassin's creed origins man just get into that completed it mate oh dude did you plan the it I didn't. I just completed it because I wasn't asking. Oh, dude, you, you mean just you mean you finished it, man? Use the proper terminology. Ah, uh, okay. I fin I finished it. I finished it. <laughs> you finished. <laughs> but like, uh, let's see. Uh, I planned Odyssey. Like, I put so many fucking hours into Sasquatch Odyssey. It's not even funny. Odyssey, man. What? I've been playing Odyssey legit for probably about six months, and I'm Dude, still. Dude, it took me. It took me like two months of of because I was working shifts, so I only had like half the fucking time to to play the game. I was like going crazy on it. I, it I just like... I really don't play a lot of like I I don't have a TV in my room. I have like a projector, so uh... I can use it when it gets dark, right? 
so it's it's kind of a good thing because it means I'm not spending my day t- daylight doing you know playing PlayStation, which is like I, I kind of try to avoid. But um, yeah, man. I mean, like I've been playing that for legit for six months. It's kept me entertained. I, I've still not completed it, even finished it. Like, Dude, I platinumed it, got all the shit, and now I'm playing all the DLC and trying to get all the trophies and everything in the house. Oh, oh man, like. <laughs> I do. Oh, did you speaking of which? Did you see the new trailer for Assassin's Creed Valhalla? I just I saw a post for it, and I'm literally gonna watch it after this podcast is over. So uh, I don't. Dude, re- it was pretty good, but if you're like, it was pretty good like CGI trailer. But until I see gameplay, I'm I'm not really convinced. Like I I don't buy anything until I see gameplay. The same company that did um Revelations though, so I reckon it'll be it'll be a boss. Be a boss. It'll be boss. <laughs> I do. Here's the thing. Like, look, like some people gave Revelations a lot of shit when it came out, but like, I think it's it's pretty good. It's decent. It's decent, like, you know. Uh, one thing I don't like is like, you know, when you're on the fucking Animus Island thing when you're playing as Desmond. Yes. The fuck, those missions suck shit when you're like in first person. You make like Tetris blocks on the floor to like. I think yeah. they fucking suck. <laughs> Like, they're and like, good for, like, story things, but, like, the gameplay of that is shit. And then they put DLC out of more missions where you're playing as the fucking first-person things. Desmond, That's not what yeah. we want. Ah, man, look. Don't give so much shit to Desmond, man. Desmond's cool. Ah, uh, dude. But, you know, like, the modern-day sections of those games have just gone to shit since de- they killed off Desmond. Yeah, 100%. 100%. Like, uh, just... grand... The best, People better have... one was Assassin's yeah. Creed 4. That was the only good one since, like, that was okay. I never, I don't think I played Assassin's Creed 4. Which one's that? That was uh, the pirate one, your Edward Kenway. Yeah. Uh, that was a great one. That was, like, one of the better ones. Black Flag was all right. Um, <gasps> only all right? Yeah, man. Uh, for me, Odyssey, man. Odyssey, for me, has just been great. It's, it's like, it's, I liked Origins. And I love the whole Egypt thing, but I feel like Odyssey's just got so much more um, depth to it. Like, you can actually go yeah, out. And- because, like, you could tell, like, Od- Origins was really good, in my opinion. It was good. But that was obviously them trying to find their footing in that, like, field the of uh, things. Yeah, yeah, the new, the new gaming system. Yeah, but, like, Odyssey is, like, the natural development where they've, like, they've worked out all the, like, um, kinks of that. And, you know, they know how to make the fucking game with that engine. So, you know. Yeah. They're not hampered by like a new system to deal with. Yeah, exactly. That's why I feel like uh, like Valhalla is gonna be fucking amazing, you know. Uh, dude, it looks like an interesting story. Like I'll grant them that. And plus, with the whole first civilization shit, they can integrate like Thor, Odin, and all the fucking cool ass creatures from that mythology. They can oh. implement them very well. Oh yeah, yeah. And uh, dude, I just I just hope they don't like copy too much of like the new God of War because that was really popular. <laughs> It introduced more people to Norse mythology, so they could easily that's like just take too much cues from that. Yeah, that's something that I that I hope they don't like, because it's too easy. And like I feel like since Vikings came out, there's this whole new wave thing of like love of Norse stuff. You know, I think I think we've gotten to a stage now where we're we're far enough uh, ahead in history after World War II and the Nazis to forget that you know their whole thing was based around Norse supremacy and whatnot. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's fucking crazy dude but like uh what uh what other time periods would you think would be a good place to put the assassin's creed in I've, since since the second assassin's creed i've always said i would love to see them go to feudal japan 
Japan and uh, do ninjas, man. You, you, you could do ninjas versus samurai, templars versus uh, assassins. It's perfect. I don't understand why. Uh, did they uh, fucking do that? And like, uh, there was this fucking platform game. It was like Assassin's Creed. I can't remember what the fucking name of it was. But one episode you play as like this Chinese one. It's all that sort of thing. And like the art style of it's pretty good. It's like a 2.5D yeah. platformer. There's like I, one in India as well. And there's one in like really in like 18th century Russia. And it looks like a propaganda poster from like the Stalinist era. It looks pretty, is that pretty good. Is like four different? Yeah, it's like, it's like, oh, it's, is it not, it's not a PlayStation one, is it? Uh, it's on PlayStation 4. I think it's like on the PS Store, but I think nobody played it. Yeah, I've I've never played that. Um, Dude, funny but, story. Like, not not a lot of people notice. Like, some people probably do. But you know when you got Assassin's Creed Revelations, like the special edition way back in the day. You I got never got TV. the special. Dude, I got that when I was in like I remember I was still in school and I fucking got that after school one day. I was it was the best fucking feeling ever. But it had a DVD in it, like. Uh, so they're like watch this dvd after you complete the game it shows like Ezio and he's old and he has an old family and like um when he dies and all that and there's this chinese lady assassin who comes in and like wants to learn shit from him and then you play as that chinese lady assassin in that same 2.5d game i just mentioned i see yeah no i i i would want them to do like a full assassin's creed game like assassin's creed like uh kyoto or something or like i don't know Nagasaki <laughs> before I got before I got nuked yeah or like I don't know like you know they're, 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 I'm sure the, the game developers could come up with a clever name for uh, an Assassin's Creed in Japan it's perfect there's never been an Asian like set uh, Assassin's Creed they've done one pretty much everywhere else you know mm. and I'm trying to think of some more they could put it because they are kind of running out, run out of ideas like with the where are they going to go next after Vikings unless they unless they fucking start making multiple games with the same guy they should have done that with bayek yeah i i i feel like they could even do ireland with with the ra in modern day times but do you not think ireland's a bit too fucking small ah man like i mean there was games where you, you only could play in israel you know or like you know it's the first assassin creed it was like just israel isn't it pretty small mm. oh dude there actually is like this one game set in ireland's it's like this fucking PS3 exclusive game called Folklore. And like, uh, you know, since there's a bunch of weird Irish mythology, there's that, this fucking game is pretty weird. I, I got a, I played the demo because I downloaded it a while ago. It's a bit, it's a bit weird. I, I'll send you, I'll send like a fucking clip of it your way, but it's weird. weird in Say what? Weird in what way? I know, just the way the game looks, like the, the art style is a bit weird. It looks like a fucking, um, like a painting and shit, but like a 3D painting. Like, it's just like cel-shaded stuff. Plus, the gameplay is kind of wonky and like the stories. Bef- I can't even remember most of this shit, but like, uh, that's just so, like, the impression. Yes, I remember. No, it's a uh, PS3. Oh, okay. It's like an exclusive. No one remembers it, like. <laughs> Do you remember there was a GAA game on the PS2? Oh yeah, <laughs> shit! Oh, dude, you know what was the be- way better though? There was the fucking RTE SingStar. I shit you not. What? Yeah, in fucking Kex, I seen this shit. Fucking R- SingStar, but for R- RTE shit. I'm like, was this released anywhere else in the fucking world? Probably not. 
that's a that's a that's a ridiculous niche. That's a ridiculous niche to try and hit. A so people who listen to up. people to listen to RT. B people who fucking live in Ireland listen to RT and fucking <laughs> own PS2s. And fucking C people who do all that shit and own like the microphone stuff and don't want to die of embarrassment. And like, are art, and are even arse doing all that. Like. Because oh my god, that seems like a whole lot of fucking effort for. Not for very little reward. Yeah, exactly. Oh man, do you have a favorite philosopher? Favorite philosopher? Hmm. Miyamoto Musashi, if you want to. I suppose he could be a philosopher, couldn't he? What was uh, his sort of. What was his shtick? Undefeated uh, samurai or swordsman in Japan. Uh, never lost a single fight. And like, I mean. It's it's fine to say, you know, being unbeaten nowadays in MMA or like modern combat sports where it's like, you know, you could get beaten and like live to fight the next time. Yeah. But, you know, back in the day, if you lost a fight, you were dead. Like, you know, so. Mm. Yeah, that's a that's a undefeated record that that's worth uh, bragging about. Yeah. Di- dying in old age as a as a as a swordsman back in the day definitely would have would have been an achievement, you know. Oh, dude, you know, uh, there's a game I think you might like, uh, Sekiro Shadows Die Twice. Sekiro Shadows? What kind of game is it? Beat em up? It, no, it's uh, Dark Souls, but it's in Japan. And it's oh. like way, it's way more quick paced. Like, it's not like slow and methodical. Like, you gotta is get it, in there, you gotta be fucking quick, and you gotta counter and shit. It's fucking high pace every second. Is it, uh, is it like, um, how could it, is it as hard as Dark Souls? Oh, uh, well, let's see. Uh, it's just the way I like. I'm used to the Dark Souls method. Like uh, I find if you like blood, Bloodborne, you're like more visceral and in there, as opposed to, like, you know, you're in it in there instead of like, because I find with Dark Souls people like just hold a shield up, they walk around to the enemy's back and stab him in the butt. But Sekiro, you can't fucking do that because you can't just block because you have like a posture meter, and if you keep blocking and keep getting hits, your posture will break and you'll get a free hit and they'll probably fucking kill you. Yeah, same yeah, with yeah. same with them. If you if they keep blocking, you keep hitting them. You'll break their posture, and you can get fucking instant kill them. So you gotta like counter the right moments or just dodge, which is like uh, you gotta be really snappy with the dodge. Like you know, you gotta every second, no second is wasted in Sekiro. Like uh, it's fuck. It's, I say look, look it up, dude. It's fucking awesome. Awesome you know? movie, is it? S- send me the link after this. Yeah, sure thing, bruh. Uh, dude, here's a question I haven't asked anyone on the podcast yet because I don't know. I don't know why I didn't ask anyone this one yet because I, I have it written down here. Do you have a? I think it's a bit juvenile. Do you have a celebrity crush, whether it be jujitsu person or not? I'll see how this question goes down because the uh, favorite philosopher. Uh, no one answered that. No one answered okay. that. Okay. No one answered um, the, the philosopher one wow. before, so I'm like planning yeah. other questions and shit. That's that's an interesting one. Okay. Answer the question, Dennis Desmond. <laughs> I, had a, I had a celebrity crush, uh, non-jujitsu. I think my first celebrity crush was probably Shakira. <laughs> you know, I think every, a, lot, a lot of people probably relate to me on that one. Yeah, yeah. dude, I, I won't be, I won't give you any shit about that. Yeah. Oh, oh, get yeah. this. This is pretty funny. See, like, uh, this is just about like a funny Shakira thing. See, uh, how was it? When I was on holidays one time, there was this fucking Indian restaurant called Shakira. 
<laughs> I'd like uh, they get they had like pens that give you fucking pens and or if you wanted and I I got a pen somehow and it said Shakira in big bold letters on the pen and then Indian restaurant in like uh, smaller letters and I just got a, a sharpie like drew a line over the Indian restaurant thing and there was a phone number underneath and I remember I went back I got back to Ireland I still had the pen I was like oh guys. If you ring this number, it's fucking Shakira, the musician. I shit you not. What? Yeah, I shit you not. <laughs> That's so random. Like, she must have about eight or nine numbers, though. Like, you know, like. <laughs> Dude, like, uh, imagine they do. Because, like, imagine getting, if you're busy on, like, a Friday night, getting bombarded. Like, the phone lines be fucked up. Blasted out of it. Like, I'd say they have, like. I'd say they have someone that even just manages their phone for them. They don't even like answer their own phone. You know that kind of way. Like that's yeah, imagine like... imagine your job being dude. I I I take this fucking job because I'm so sick of staying around the house all fucking day, sitting there and just answering like twenty phones. I take it. That's my job. <laughs> no, but you, you sell insurance stuff, so you're the devil. <laughs> I, no, no, I, I I deal for the devil. Ah, okay. Man, that's a distinction around a difference, so fuck off. People complain about insurance until they need it. <laughs> Man, that's a distinction without a difference, so get get the fuck out of here with that. <laughs> um, <laughs> Man, do you have um, a favorite gi slash gi brand? Oof. Um, what is this, Roblox? Brand. Oof. I like the, uh, I like the, uh, I like the Hyperfly, the Hyperfly gi. Um, but I actually, I actually enjoy like Tatami's Nogi stuff. Ah, yeah, dude, I love their designs, the Nogi stuff. I think it's fucking cool. Like their Cyber yeah. Honey Badger, there's just their whole Cyber Animal range is fucking cool in my opinion. Yeah, I don't know, I don't know, I don't really bring on brand. You know, I'm just kind of like if if it like fits and it won't tear the first time someone grabs it, it's cool. Mm. Imagine, uh, dude, did you ever get hit up with these fucking um? these uh like pakistani gi manufacturers like stylo kimono oh man just like every like every now and again you know it'll appear like you know those like message requests and you'll see it and you'll know i fucking hate those message requests so much oh man dude like what can you do though you know they gotta they gotta they gotta make their hustle too you know they gotta do their hustle man i don't know what's more annoying the gi manufacturer cunts or the fucking um those fucking scam websites of like uh you know those fucking thoughts and shit but and stuff like adding you adding like 100 guys to groups and stuff on instagram that happens to me the whole time it's fucking annoying yeah 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 yeah. there's like fake pages that's like oh yeah like fucking just random group chat that you're in with like a thousand other people you're like what's going on here like oh dude that reminds me of this fucking story see uh one time I was on Tinder and get this, uh, I matched this girl. I was chatting with her for a bit and like, uh, what was it? Uh, she's like, I don't know how the topic came up. She's like, uh, if you want to meet up, you just have to agree to my terms. I'm like, that's a weird way to phrase it. And she's Wait, like, uh, I shit you not. I shit you not. If you want to meet up, you have to agree to my terms. What terms? Like, I'm getting to that, bro. And so she's like, well, you see, I'm on a modeling website. I was like, oh, great. I, I can see where this is going. And she's like, can you click this link and vote for me so I become model of the month? And wow. I was like, what? And she's like, oh, yeah, it costs two euro to vote, by the way. I'm like, what? What the fuck is wrong with you? Wow. It costs two- that's, that's like the most blatant fucking scam you can see coming. 
Yeah, I, I just need your credit card details there to take that two euro, mate. Yeah, it's two euro. Yeah. <laughs> like maybe try it with like maybe just try it with like a Revolut card. You know, that's like another card, but like just a little bit of money on. So if they do try to pinch you for more, you can just like ha. Yeah, or but, just. Or just but even fine, like no, like I just met you on on a random social media, a uh, social dating site. Like uh, I'm not gonna pay two euro to just like vote for you on some random modeling contract. Like, and who's to say even if you even let's just give them the benefit of doubt. Let's just say they aren't a fucking thought or a fucking hoe or whatever. <laughs> if you do, just vote for them and give them the two euro. They're just gonna fucking uh, unmatch you or something. One second, skin bunch of notifications. Did you hear what I said? I did. But he was but, saying I won't just do that. I mean, like, look, it sounds like it was definitely either a scam or she was just using Tinder as a way to, like, get her modeling career off off and running, I suppose. <laughs> oh, dude. I have this other story, see? I was out one night at the fucking, at the pub, as you do. I was at this one club with a bunch of my boys and, like, uh, I was chatting with this one girl, like she needed her beer beer pong partner. So I was like, what? Swing in there. So, you know, I put up an ab- admirable attempt in the game of beer pong. It didn't, didn't win, but, you know, shit happens. And uh, this, I was chatting more with this girl and she has like a, she's like an artist on Spotify, right? She's like a musician. Mm. I think she was like, she was talking to me and she got, I think she was only talking to me to get her to follow her on fucking Spotify mm. and build her fucking uh, thing following on that i was like what the hell fair play to him keep hustling baby <laughs> <laughs> fucking hell it's awesome. <laughs> dude uh, man, do you uh, prefer gi or no gi ah oh, man again i'm on the fence about this one uh fence sitter really it really just depends you know like it depends what i'm feeling like what i've been doing um in terms of like training um, but I do, I do, I do think that no gi is. I, I, I think it's more exciting. Um, in, ter- in yeah, terms of you like, know, less, less like stalling shit, because you could just grab a yeah. grip and just like have them. I do enjoy, enjoy a good scramble, you know. Um, and leg locks can't can't deny the leg locks. Um, but obviously Dude, with gi, I, I do like with people. So I don't know. It's a bit of both. Um. I feel like if if they let if they allowed all leg locks in gi, I would probably say gi for sure. Mm, yeah, because you know you have the leg lock game, plus you have all the lapel shit, so that'd be fun. Yeah, yeah. Like, cause man, even though like if you can't heel look at black belts, like come on the fuck. Like I can understand the other levels and stuff. I can kind, I can, I'll accept that excuse, but like not yeah. even at black belt. Fuck all right, fuck right off. Like what? What can you do? You know, like what can you do? Like, dude, I gotta be a fucking red belt to be eighty years old before I'm allowed to heel hook at IBJF. I think, I think it's, I think the thing is with it. I think the reason that I, I maybe, maybe I'm wrong about it, but you know, I think that the reason that they do it is, um, because it would kind of, as John Donner said, like people are, uh, John Donner said, I think he said, uh, people thought that they would, they would stop passing guard because they would like just jump on a leg lock, you know. But um, yeah, I think I think like he's right in the sense that it's it's becoming more in nogi anyway. Where where they allow leg lock, it's becoming more of a multi-directional game now. It could go from like a leg lock exchange, like someone going for the back, to like you know, escape, trying to pass, to going for a leg lock, as opposed to just like 
not even touching the legs and just ignoring it, you know? Mm. I, you know, it's always good to have the option there, something to be aware aware of. So, you know, it could just be busted out any second. Yeah. Well, look, I mean, I don't know. It, 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 it's kind of, as I said, like for me, I'm, I'm on the fence about it. I'm, I'm, I'm not, I'm not selecting one or the other is better than the other. I, you know, each their own. Do you have a favorite food, my dude? Uh, burritos, definitely burritos. What, all day. what do you have in your burrito? <laughs> uh, rice, bit of veg, you know, uh, usually a small bit of guac, not too much, and super spicy sauce. <laughs> super and... spicy sauce. I just hope none of that gets caught in the mustache because I imagine that's fucking annoying. Mm, no, I mean, like, yeah, sometimes, but uh it's 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 not the mustache you need to worry about when it comes to hot sauce you know oh boy <laughs> do you have a favorite music genre uh no uh, i just kind of i kind of listen to a lot of different stuff um most of the time i'm like training or like you know to roll to or to warm up to it would be like grime or drum and bass mm. or maybe some dubstep you know some electronic and heavy nah I feel it, dude. That's some great shit there also. One of my favorite songs there also is uh, Know Your Enemy by Rage Against the Machine. I just love that song. Quality song. Quality song again. Rage Against the Machine, one of my one of my favorite bands as a teenager. Still one of the, like my favorite bands. Mm. Uh, dude, I think it's a good thing because like, uh, what's it? Sorry. I, just have a, I think it's good that they call themselves Rage Against the Machine because if they call themselves Rage Against the System, their abbreviation would be RATS. <laughs> that could be that could be that could be worked with though you know ah uh, you know it's something to think because you know system and machine are interchangeable yeah uh dude uh what's it um who inspires you the most in uh your jiu-jitsu whether it be just their work ethic or mentality just like who do you draw your most inspiration from Ooh, who do i draw my most inspiration from um uh, definitely my coach you know um like you know knowing his story and all and where he came from and his whole story of coming to ireland and chasing his dream you know that's it's a big inspiration for me in the sense that like you can just work hard and, and get whatever you want um in terms of like fighting i'd say gordon gordon's just a beast you know he's a bit of a dick but you know he's he is who he is and he doesn't give a shit and oh you know of, that's just the persona he's trying to forge you know yeah, exactly and like even at that like you know even if it's not a persona at least he sticks by what he you know even if you don't agree with him you gotta, gotta give him respect for sticking what he believes in um in terms of like uh inspiration just as a whole as a competitor cabrini's again big inspiration for me you know um like he as i said he started jiu-jitsu about the same age i did and he ended up becoming a world champion by 30 you know so i, I would be i would be him for in terms of like my goals in jiu-jitsu i'd look to him as my inspiration mm. how old are you by the way uh i just turned 25 in december i did i turned like 21 like uh two weeks ago yeah all you young guns like that's what that's why i gotta work harder you uh, know dude, you guys are being young is so awesome yeah bro <laughs> <laughs> uh, meanwhile there's a 15 year old this one gym who fucked me up so right Meanwhile, there's this one uh, 15-year-old kid who fucked me up at this one gym, so I'm yeah. not so young in that sense. Age is just a number, right? Yeah, dude. Shit, it is what it is. Yeah, I know. What's the, the most valuable lesson you've learned in uh, all your training of uh, jiu-jitsu? 
Ooh, valuable life lesson. Yeah, just uh, like a life lesson. Hmm. Uh, there's always a solution to the problem, even if it seems like it's like you're in a really bad place. There's always a, a way to get out. Um, and even if you fail the first few times, like you, you can keep working at it and find your way out. You know, I think that that's the the whole philosophy behind the tap. Hmm. Yeah, you know, because tapping out isn't like, oh, you fucked up, you're a failure. But, you know, you just you just got to learn the shit for next time. It's not like yeah. an end-all thing. It's not forever and, like, not, like, is uh, no matter how good you think you're getting or how much you think you know, there will always be someone bigger and badder than you. Mm. Okay, Dennis, we've reached the last question. Are you ready oh. for the last question? I am. How ready are you for the last question? I'm I'm as about as ready as you can be at half ten. <laughs> <laughs> what is it, fuck? Oh, it's only twenty past ten. Go away, that shit. <laughs> okay. Uh, what's who's the most important person in your journey? Most important person in my journey. Ooh, as a whole. Yeah. I would have to say there's not just one person. You know, there's several people. You can uh, shout them out. <laughs> I will. I'll shut them out. Alex for sure. Alex, oh, Kiss, young you Alex. Know. He's a he's a crazy bastard. I love him. Yeah, uh, it's one of my training partners. You know, obviously all the guys in the gym. You know, like I'm not gonna name everyone individually, but Alex is probably the guy I have the best roles with. You know, and mm-hmm. uh, obviously my coaches. You know, all, all my team. Um, you know, everyone around me that get that gives me inspiration. And uh, my mom, my dad. Um. Yeah, man. Uh, all my com- all my people I compete against as well. Even you know, like uh, like all the guys I fight that I've that I've fought a lot. You know, like that that have beaten me and I've had good matches with. They they all know who they are. You know, uh, <coughs> not this guy. <laughs> <laughs> right? I know. I was just like uh, uh, me, uh, just like little joking thing. Every everyone, you know, like it's 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 <laughs> all like it, it's it'd be hard to pinpoint just one person that drives me forward. Mm. you know and at the I end do. of the day it's all about it's all about pushing yourself forward as well you know yeah that was a great fucking answer bro <laughs> hey guys that's it we've reached the end of the podcast and uh if you guys want to follow dennis he's at the black underscore stuff underscore bjj i'll just have, i'll have a link in the description of this uh, you can just put follow that on instagram Javentin, uh, you want to say before we bounce denise um nah man i just everyone everyone stay safe you know stay active do what you can um just because we can't train properly you know we're all in the same boat don't like give up hope about it we're all we're all losing knowledge as we as we speak in in relation to what we normally do you know um pick up a new hobby you know keep yourself sane learn an instrument like start writing you know um do some yoga go for runs whatever you need to do just stay safe um we'll all get through this hopefully Okay. Yeah, that's where we're going to leave it, guys. Thanks for listening. Adios.